0: How are we doing today? Doing great. Doing great. I like it. I'm so excited to be up here in front of you guys today. Well, let me tell you, Christmas is three days away. That's right. Yeah, you guys excited? (laughs) That's right. Me too. I am so excited. Man, I'm sure a lot of you guys have tons of Christmas traditions that you guys do every year, Uh, spending time with family, eating lots of food. How many of you guys are traveling for Christmas? Anybody? Few of you? Yeah, it's okay, I'm not either. So I'm just staying with my family and we do something uh, that we do annually every year. We go to my aunt's and uncle's house and we eat lots of food, have like some Christmas turkey, Christmas ham. It's so good, lots of dessert, coconut cream pie. Oh, I love it. And another thing we do, Nathan, what? You don't like coconut cream pie? Okay, chocolate pie is pretty good too. Anyways, one of the big things that we do with my family is have a giant white elephant gift exchange. And there's like, yeah, that's right. There's like 50 people there. There's cousins I haven't even met before, you know, every year. It's pretty weird. There's always someone new. It's crazy. And so you never know what you're going to end up with. Like one year I ended up with socks. Another year I ended up with a cooking set and I don't even know how to cook. So that's fun. But uh, I love getting gifts. I love giving gifts uh, for Christmas. However, I think a lot of times we can get caught up in the gift giving and the gift getting. I know for me as a kid, I would get so consumed with, am I going to get what I want for Christmas? Or is my sister going to get more presents than I am? (laughs) Yeah, it's a tough feeling. Nathan knows. But uh, it's a... Easy to get consumed with getting gifts or scrambling the day before to buy as many gifts for other people, you know, p- family that you forgot about. And it's easy to get consumed with that and forget why we celebrate Christmas. And now, gift giving and gift getting is great. However, it is not the reason we celebrate Christmas. In fact, gifts are just supposed to be reflections or reminders of what Christmas is actually about. Now, we've been going through this Advent series, and we've learned the Christmas story. Uh, Remember our Advent A's? We'll call them the Advent A's. The first one is anticipation, this anticipation and promise of a child who's to come uh, throughout the entire Old Testament. I think Keaton talked on that one. We have announcement. Justin talked on this one about the angel appearing to Mary saying that she's going to have a baby, and Mary's response of just complete obedience and humility is amazing. And last week we had the arrival. You remember this part, the baby being born in a manger because there was no room in the inn, and Keaton talked about the angel proclaiming to the shepherds uh, that this child is finally here, that he's born. And so I think a lot of times we stop at that point We stop the Christmas story with Jesus' physical birth, and we forget why he was born, which was for a reason. I think the reason for his birth is just as important to the Christmas story as any of the other stuff. So the last A in our Advent series is going to be atonement. Atonement, if you're a note taker. It's the reason for his birth. So now we're going to open up, we're going to see this in Luke chapter 2. So if you have your Bible, we will be in Luke chapter 2, and uh, Ava read it for us, It'll be in verses 25 through 35, I'll give you a minute, ooh, flipped right to it, that's cool, I also had a bookmark there, so, you know, all right, and I'm just going to read it again real quick, uh, just to remind us of what it says, verses Luke 2, chapter 25 through 35. And there is a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been to reveal to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed him, or blessed God, and said, now, Lord, you are releasing your bond servant to depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign to be opposed and a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that the thoughts of many uh, the thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. All righty. So we're going to take a look at a guy whose name was Simeon. Simeon the Jew. So the first first bold letterhead cover if you're a note taker is going to be that Simeon was a Jew and we're going to be in verses 25 and 26. We're going to camp there for a second. So in verse 25, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. Now, Simeon's an interesting character because he is not mentioned anywhere else in the Bible except for this particular passage. And he was a Jew. A little bit about him is that he was righteous and he was devout, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. So unlike A lot of the other Jews at this time, he was a good Jew. He had a sound heart, he was faithful, and his heart was in the right place. Another thing, and he was waiting for something. He was waiting for something. The consolation of Israel, or you could say the comfort of Israel. Now, the Jews at this time were promised a redeemer, or uh, they're waiting on this Messiah to come. Someone that they thought was going to come and conquer and destroy all of israel 's enemies, and so Simeon, like all of them, was also waiting now Simeon was waiting in Jerusalem in the he was in the temple, so he was in Jerusalem just like uh, just where he should be in the exact exactly the right spot. The scripture in isaiah fifty nine 20 says "A redeemer will come to Zion, and to those who turn." From transgression and Jacob declares the Lord. Zion, Mount Zion is in Jerusalem. So Simeon is waiting in the right spot. And he was filled, or the Holy Spirit came upon him specifically. Now what did the Spirit say to him? Well, we'll see that in verse 26. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So the Spirit revealed to Simeon that he wasn't going to die until he saw this promised Messiah that was to come to redeem, to comfort Israel. You see, Simeon kept his mind focused on the Messiah. He was patiently waiting. He was a devout and righteous man. And I believe that the Holy Spirit came to Simeon specifically because of his Devotion. He was devoted to wait, and he had this strong faith that this Redeemer was going to come. He was already in the right place. He must have known the scriptures. So I think the Holy Spirit came to him. And I think that's the same for a lot of us as well. For those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus Christ, we get to faithfully walk, and we get to wait to see Jesus when he returns or calls us home. And we wait for the return of Jesus, just like Simeon. And we can see that in Jude 1, I'll read that real quick. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, to eternal life. We wait anxiously for the second coming and the return of Christ. Just like Simeon here is waiting anxiously to see this Redeemer. So Simeon was a Jew and a pretty dang good Jew at that. But not only was a Jew, he was a Jew. Simeon was a Jew who knew something. And so that, and we're going to see what he knew in verses 27 through 32. So starting in verse 27, And he came in in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law. We're going to stop right there for a second. The Spirit led Simeon to exactly the right spot where he needed to be to see this Messiah. All this time of waiting and preparing his heart to see this Messiah, and it's finally, it's finally come. And he's not only in Jerusalem, but he's in the temple. And the Spirit took him right there. And I think there's also a good deal on Mary and Joseph, their obedience. They came into the temple to carry out God's law, that every firstborn male child was to be dedicated to the Lord, and Jesus was about about 30 days, 30 days old right now, and so they're, doing, they're faithfully going into the temple to dedicate him to the Lord, and Simeon's there waiting. So now in verse 28, then he took him into his arms, Simeon taking Jesus into his arms, and blessed God hold on a second. This is pretty crazy. Think about it. There must have been hundreds, if not thousands of people in the temple at this time, you know, walking around, minding their own business. I'm sure there was a lot of other people uh, dedicating their children as well, uh, as accordance to the law. But Simeon, of course, being led by the Spirit, knew exactly which child was the Messiah, and he just ran up to Mary and Joseph and snatched the baby out. I'm sure that's pretty crazy. Out of all those people, Simeon picked the right one. And I'm sure Mary and Joseph would be pretty shocked that some random guy in the temple just comes up and steals their baby and, you know, bless God. I'd be pretty, pretty shocked too if someone took my child. I also don't have a child yet, but <laughs> Mary and Joseph would be pretty shocked. And so he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, now, Lord, You're releasing your bondservant to depart in peace, according to your word. You see, Simeon finally found rest. He finally got to look upon the Redeemer. Everything that God promised Simeon, that he wouldn't die until he sees the Redeemer, came to pass. And now, he can die. He's ready. He saw it. In verse 30, "...for my eyes have seen your salvation." So Simeon, being a Jew who knew, knew something was special about this child, that he was going to be for salvation, and he knew that salvation was going to come from God. As he says, my eyes have seen your salvation, talking to God, that is going to come from God. And so now in verses 31 and 32, we're going to see who this salvation is for. Verse thirty-one, thirty-two, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people in Israel. See, Simeon knows that Jesus came not just to save Israel, but to all peoples, every tribe, every tongue, every nation, and not just to the Jews, but to the Gentiles, a light of revelation to the Gentiles as well. That's pretty crazy because that's us, that's you and that's me. I'm sure 99% of you in here are not Jewish, making you Gentiles. And so salvation has now come to everyone. See, the Jews at this time were thinking that this Redeemer, this Messiah was going to come just to save Israel, just to conquer Israel's enemies. But Simeon knew more than them. He knew that salvation was going to come to all people, to the Jew and the Gentile. So not only... Was Simeon a Jew? Simeon was a Jew who knew. And not only was Simeon a Jew who knew, but Simeon was a Jew who knew what Jesus would have to do. (laughs) Okay, to be fair, to be honest, (laughs) I took that from Keaton. He taught this in 2015, but I thought it was good, so... Simeon was a Jew who knew what Jesus would have to do. And this is going to be found in verses 33 through 35. Verse 33. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. See, Mary and Joseph were completely shocked that of all the things that Simeon was talking about, of everything that Simeon said about their baby boy, they already knew from the angel that this kid is the Messiah that he's the savior but they're about to get a whole lot more they d- i guess they probably didn't know that this kid was going to save all people the Jews and the Gentiles and Simeon's about to explain to them what he's going to have to do in order to do that and so of course their natural response would just be utter amazement at these things so in verse 34 And Simeon blessed them. And Simeon's about to explain what Jesus is going to do. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel and for a sign to be opposed. Well, this is interesting. Jesus is going to be the cause of the rising and the falling of many in Israel. See, all those who accept Jesus... And place their faith in him and follow him, they're going to be raised, they're going to be elevated. and all the ones who reject Jesus, they're going to fall. And see, the Jews at this time were thinking that all of them, all of Israel, is going to be elevated. But no, nope, Simeon knew better. He knows that Jesus is going to cause some of them to fall. Some of them are going to reject Jesus. And he's going to be a sign to be opposed, which means the Jews are going to hate him. Jesus is going to come to the earth. He's going to grow up. He's going to do many wonders and signs and miracles. And his own people of Israel are going to reject him. They're going to hate him. He's going to be a sign to be opposed. But there's more. In the last verse, verse 35, and a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end that the thoughts From many hearts may be revealed. So Mary's gonna have to endure some pain. She's gonna have basically a sword or a javelin be thrust through her as she watches her own son get killed. He's gonna die on a cross. The Jews are gonna kill him because they hate him. And through his death is gonna reveal the hearts of his own people, his brothers. Which is sad. But Because the Jews rejected Jesus, this salvation is now going towards the Gentiles. Remember, that's you and that's me, or most of you in here, it's going to the Gentiles. We get to finally be brought into this salvation. And Simeon called it in verse 32, being a Jew who knew. He called it that we now get to take part in salvation, that all of us in here, Get to place our faith in Jesus Christ, that he died on a cross for our sins. He's the atonement for our sins and satisfied God's wrath. Remember, Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Remember, you don't, you don't want to miss this right here because this is the gospel. This is the most important thing I could possibly tell you guys. Is that all of us in here are sinners. All of us have done wrong things. Whether that's lying, stealing, cheating, all of it. We've all done it. And that automatically separates us from God. We don't get to be in heaven with him because of our sin. But God sent his son, Jesus, to come die on a cross. He took our sin, took it off of us, and placed it on himself to where he died and resurrected so that now we get to be in heaven with him, that we get to have a personal relationship with him if we place our faith in Jesus and follow him because he already atoned for our sins. Guys, and that's the reason why Jesus came to this earth. That's the reason why he was born. See, the Christmas story doesn't stop with his birth, it continues on after he came and he died and resurrected and atoned for our sins. So, Simeon was a Jew, he was a Jew who knew, and Simeon was a Jew who knew what Jesus was born to do. See, this is why we exchange gifts on Christmas. This is why we get have uh, presents under the tree and we get to open them. Because God gave us, it's supposed to be a reminder that God gave us this free gift of his son to atone for our sins. This free gift of salvation, this gift that we get to have a personal relationship with him. See, gift giving is great. And I love that we do this for Christmas but it's simply a reminder of the greatest gift that God has given us on the very first Christmas. Now I want to leave you with a couple things. I want to leave you with the fact that there is two groups of people in here. You're in either one of, one of two camps. Either we have placed our faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and we, can, and we have a personal relationship with him, or we haven't. And the sad, you know, the reality is, is that we can't receive salvation, we can't have a personal relationship with Christ unless we do, unless we place our faith in Jesus Christ. So my prayer for you guys is that you would decide today that as we celebrate this Christmas season, that we would remember Christ's sacrifice for us, remember that Christ atoned for our sins, and that today... You would place your faith in jesus christ and that is the most important decision you could ever make in your life you see christmas doesn't stop with the birth of baby jesus his birth would lead to him growing up to dying and resurrecting and bringing salvation to us all and atoning for our sins so lastly as we celebrate we're going to go from here We'll let you out a little bit early, and you'll get to go be with your family, you get to go eat lots of good food, you get to hang out, but I just want you to remember that, and as we open gifts on Christmas Day, I just want you to remember that God gave us the greatest Christmas gift of salvation that has ever been given. No one could give a greater gift than what God has given us. So I just pray that you guys would place your faith in Jesus and remember why we celebrate Christmas. All right, I'm going to pray for us and then I'm going to let us go. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you that we get to spend time learning uh, from your word. God I pray that anybody in here who doesn't know you, I pray that you would uh, reveal yourself to them. God, I thank you for the cross. Thank you that your son came and died for our sins and that we can have a personal relationship with him. I pray that throughout this season, this Christmas season, we would remember why you sent your son to this earth, that we would remember that you gave us the greatest Christmas gift of all. Lord, I pray that you would keep us all safe as we travel uh, to go meet family or that we would just have a good time, a restful time. Uh, spending it with our loved ones, and that we would just uh, remember why we celebrate Christmas. Lord, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.